Deliberate or not, dam breach transforms front lines in Ukraine war zone from Reuters. A major dam on the Dnipro River in southern Ukraine burst on Tuesday, flooding a number of settlements and forcing thousands of people to flee, creating another humanitarian disaster in the country's five-year gruelling war with Russia. Ukraine accused Russia of causing the dam breach, while Russian-installed officials gave conflicting accounts, some blaming Ukrainian shelling, others saying the dam had burst on its own. The dam, the vast reservoir behind it and the hydroelectric plant it supplies are all in an area of the country that is under Russian control. It creates a new humanitarian disaster in the centre of the war zone and transforms the front lines just as Ukraine is unleashing a long-awaited counter-offensive to drive Russian troops from its territory. The catastrophic event, which did not result in a nuclear safety risk, would have devastating impacts on fresh water and energy supply in Ukraine and Russian-occupied Crimea. Owner of private jet that crashed after flying over Washington, D.C., identified from the Independent. John Rumpel, the owner of the private jet that flew over restricted airspace in Washington, D.C., has been identified. The F-16 fighter jets were authorised to travel at supersonic speeds and caused a sonic boom. The jet crashed in a Virginia woodland area with no survivors. Human remains were found at the scene, along with debris of the plane. Rumpel confirmed to the Washington Post that his daughter, two-year-old granddaughter, her nanny and a pilot were on board the plane when it crashed. Aviation expert Steve Gagnard has suggested that hypoxia may have been the cause of the crash, which can occur due to a lack of oxygen in the cabin. Newsom and DeSantis's feud intensifies as they spar over asylum seekers from politico.com.california. Governor Gavin Newsom and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are in a public feud over more than a dozen asylum seekers who were flown to Sacramento and left at a Catholic church. Newsom called DeSantis a small, pathetic man and suggested that DeSantis could face state criminal charges citing California Criminal Code that states anyone who transports someone by force or fraud is guilty of kidnapping. Both men used the attack to highlight their own partisan politics to their respective bases as Newsom constructed a national persona around confronting Republicans. And DeSantis has made railing against woke ideologies and liberal policies a main selling point as he campaigns in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina and beyond. DeSantis's administration has not responded to repeated requests for comment and he is set to return to California for a fundraising swing later this month. Newsom viewed the flights of asylum seekers as inhumane and potentially illegal, and California Attorney General Rob Bonta's office stated that he was evaluating potential criminal or civil action against those who transported or arranged for the transport of these vulnerable immigrants and condemned state-sanctioned kidnapping. Newsom's threat of prosecution was unlikely to hurt Newsom in deep blue California, but he argued Newsom had to act to deter more flights, according to Democratic political consultant Gary South. Activists speak out before key vote on $90 million police training site from appnews.com.atlantacityhall hosts a meeting to vote whether to approve public funding for a new police and firefighter centre. Activists rallied against the project that they label as Cop City, a huge facility built in a large urban forest in a poor majority black area. The training centre was approved in September 2021, but now requires an additional vote for more funding. City officials claim the new campus will replace inadequate training facilities and help address recruitment difficulties in the police force.
However, opponents argue that it could lead to greater militarization of the police and cause environmental damage. The $90 million project would be mostly privately funded, but the public obligation is supposed to be $31 Malan. However, a provision would require the city to pay $36 Milliman for using the facility. The vote is highly scrutinized after more than 210 people expressed their opposition, while a small number voiced support. Police had already arrested three leaders who organized Atlanta's Solidarity Fund, a group that helped bail out arrested protesters, accusing it of charity fraud and money laundering. Twitter hires NBCU veteran to lead company after Musk's departure from CNN. Linda Yaccarino, a former NBC Universal marketing executive, is set to start as Twitter's CEO on Monday with a focus on business operations. Yaccarino tweeted over the weekend that Twitter had hired NBCU's former senior vice president of communications for advertising and partnerships, Joe Benarock, to join her at the company. Elon Musk announced in May that Yaccarino would be taking over as CEO of Twitter with a focus on business operations and on product, technology and software and systems operations. Reversing Twitter's declining ad business since Musk's takeover could be difficult due to advertiser concerns over hate speech on the platform. Twitter's US advertising revenue from the five weeks to the first week of May was down 59% yo-why according to reports.